Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. All right, so the question of the day is, what steals our peace? Uh, Maybe, actually, this question should be, who steals our peace? Uh, Because we do, (laughs) okay? All right, so a little piece of background information. So our world, um, the way that it is constructed, uh, is a world of opposites, right? We know opposites, hot, cold, up, down, thin, thick, you know, opposites. So we structure our world that way. Um, and because our world is a world of opposites, it requires us sometimes to kind of pick a side, if you will. Um, so when you get into the shower and you turn the water on, is the water hot or cold? Well, it really depends on what temperature you turned it on. Uh, and if your significant other or someone else <clears throat> jumps in the shower with the same temperature on, is it hot or cold to them? It all depends, right? But we have judgments, oh, i.e. what I call preferences, okay? So I have a preference uh, for a certain temperature in the shower, whereas, you know, my, my kids might have a different preference, Right. But because we have a world of opposites, we, we try to figure out, you know, where am I at on this continuum? So for example, uh, you know, I do a lot of travel. Uh, I'm trying to find the good kind of balance for travel with me. I don't want to travel as much as I did before COVID, but I, I still want to have some travel in there. So I'm trying to uh, find what works for me. Now, it, that my level of travel is going to be way more than most people. Uh, but also less than some other people, right? So even though we have these opposites, we also have like a continuum, right? It's important to know the law of opposites and the the, um, law of relativity, which says we have a continuum. There's all kinds of infinite possibilities, right? All right, so let's throw in a couple examples here. Um, I had a, a dear friend... Oh, probably four or five months ago, call and say, Michelle, I'm really struggling right now. Can you help me? I said, absolutely. What's going on? And her husband was going in for open heart surgery. And um, for her, she was getting really, really, really worked up. Okay. She had no peace whatsoever. And I said, okay, is he, he's going in for this surgery. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? And she's like, what do you mean? And I said, he's having surgery. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? And she's like, well, I mean, it's a good thing because he, he definitely has this, I, I think it was a valve issue. He's got to have that valve replaced. So it's, it's going to be good because if he doesn't have it, he's going to die. I said, okay, great. Um, is it bad? And she's like, well, I mean, I think it's bad because it's, it's harsh. It's, it's, you know, not, not what we wanted. And I said, okay, so it's good and bad. So how would you like to go through this experience? And, and she said, huh, I guess I never thought about it that way. And I said, the only person that's stealing your peace is you. You're not the doctor, so you can't do anything about the surgery, right? She, now, she had been taking him for prehab, so getting his, his body ready um, for the surgery. I said, okay, so you've done everything you could do. Um, and now it's time to, you know, bring yourself back to a level of peace. Like for her, it was meditation and prayer, right? Uh, we want to observe what's happening and say, yes, this is a thing we're doing now. 
Yes, this is not our normal. Yes, there is some fear here because we don't know what's going to happen, right? However, being in a place of worry is not going to help. Now, concern, concern is one thing. Concern says, hey, let's go to prehab. Hey, let's focus on our diet. Hey, I'm going to drive you to the hospital, right? Concern gives us action steps. Worry doesn't. It's like a hamster on a wheel in our mind, right? And and we want to... Um, use things like meditation and prayer to come to a place of non-judgment. So instead of saying this is bad, which for her, she actually admitted it's not really bad. It's good. Right. And release that attachment and say, okay, I'm going to do what I can do. And then beyond that, I just need to keep myself peaceful. Now everything ended up fine. He's actually back to work, you know, and, and when she thinks about that, she's like, oh, that surgery was the best thing that he could have ever done in his life. Exactly. Right. But she was the only thief of her peace. I'll give you another example. Uh, a few weeks ago, I was doing some traveling and the, the attendant that was checking me in at the airport uh, with my bags and everything, uh, he said, well, have a safe flight. <laughs> and it hit me kind of funny. And I just looked at him. I said, well, you know what? Uh, I am. Uh, I'm not driving the plane right? I'm not flying it. Uh, I don't have to worry about that. All I have to worry about is getting in my seat, buckling on my seatbelt, watching my movie, eating my snacks safely. Yep, I can do that. And he laughed and, and I said, you know, perhaps I should be telling you guys, why don't you make sure we have a safe trip, right? So in essence, what I was doing is I was saying, hey, what's my role in this? Uh, I'm not going to worry about flying because I'm not flying the plane, right? Uh, is it a concern that I have a safe trip? Yeah, but what's my responsibility? To sit there, be kind, you know, read my book, right? Um, in order to, to get to that place, we've got to release this judgment and worry, right? And this is a skill. It takes time and practice to do it, but I promise you, when you do this more and more and more, you're going to have greater levels of peace. For example... You know, these days I'm hearing all kinds of stories and examples around, you know, what some people are, are terming a money crisis, you know, depending on where you're at and what you're doing in life will depend on, you know, what you, what you think about that. Um, if we can get to a place of observing what's happening without calling it good or bad, coming to, to center or, or a peaceful place right? We're, we're going to be better off. Um, so for example, I've gotten to the point where I look at my bank account and sometimes it's high and sometimes it's low. And I just use it as like a fun experiment now. What's it going to be? I don't know, right? Uh, there's money coming in, there's money going out. Uh, I'm not judging it at all. I'm just saying, oh, currently we're low. Nope, I can't buy that thing. Oh, we're high. Now I can buy that thing, right? Um, but I'm not judging. I, I'm you know, going out and I'm, I'm still doing the things that bring in money. Um, but I'm not getting worried about that because if my peace is stolen by me, you know, um, then I can't be creative and solve problems. So we want to be smart. We want to make a plan. We want to have options as much as possible. And we want to come back to our peace. Okay. So when you're given an opportunity, and that's how I look at, you know, other things that some people might call problems, right? When you're given an opportunity, okay, be smart, make a plan. What are your options? 
great. Go do something, you know, because a concern creates action steps. But come back to peace. Don't let yourself go over into the worry category because you're just going to steal your peace that way. And you can't do anything until it's time anyway, right? So you might as well have peace while you're waiting, okay? So don't steal your own peace. All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.